Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Jay Moore here, the healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. Man, today, what I wish I knew about business before I started today, I'm just going to share with you one of the, I think, one of the biggest keys to just about every business. And if if the if the business owner decides to learn it and to put it into practice, look, that business is not is not going to worry about money. So, guys, I think this is a pivotal lesson. Guys, I just want to give you a quick um, quick update, man. We got the third day of the the good accounting challenge going on. It's starting today at twelve. You still, guys, you you still can get in. You still can get in. Go ahead and join the challenge today. Just like yesterday and the day before, it's just somewhat of a preview. Just give you a little bit of preview of some of the content that will be um, breaking down because, look, I want you to win and I'll give you a little bit of this. It, it's free to go over there as well. So go join the Good Account Challenge at goodaccountchallenge.com. And I know it's the third day. It's the third day. So you missed day one and two. You can go back and watch the recordings. The recordings will be up. The recordings will be up till Sunday, I believe. And so you can get those recordings. Um Watch the recordings so that, listen, so that you can start putting good accounting into practice. So let's jump right into this. What I wish I knew. Like, so when I think back on starting a business, when I think back on starting a business, kind of how it all started for me. I don't, I don't know how you started your business. I know how I started. My business was started out of necessity, <clears throat> meaning I had to start a business or Oh, I was going to have to try and find another job. And it didn't seem like the job situation was working. I got fired twice and then laid off the third time. And on, and on that layoff, it's almost like I'd gone as far as I needed to go. Yeah, I was making good money. It's like, man, I'm probably it's going to be a lot harder because I was um, in the telecom and Internet space at the time. And that that industry was was being reset back in 2001. Because, you know, all the dot-coms came out, all the VC money came in, and then they realized most of these people didn't know how to make any money. <laughs> these people didn't know how to make any money. They just thought people would come to the website. Oh, if they, they would just come to the website and, and your company's going to just blow up. A lot of companies back then, the biggest, the biggest thing that they sold the, um, the venture capitalists that, hey, we're getting a lot of traffic. I heard... Someone very great at some point, and I can't remember who said it, but they said, I don't believe Washington Gas and Pepco, uh, I, I, and I don't believe that the mortgage company is going to accept traffic as a way to make, as, as a way to pay for their, um, you know, pay them for what you owe them. They're not accepting traffic. And that's what those businesses were banking on. We're getting all this traffic. We're making money. They missed, they missed this thing that I missed because here it is. I'm coming out of dot com. I I work for an internet company, guys, and and that internet company was 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 the internet. Um, it was the internet division of MCI WorldCom, 
and when well it was it ended up coming up mci if you don't remember mci man you i remember it was a while ago uh it was a long distance company guys like that whole industry is gone there's no more long distance you realize that industries have come and gone but billions of dollars was transferred so mci um was being bought by worldcom worldcom was another long distance company telecom company and so at the time uh was it the ftc was like well the company's so big, you're going to have to split up some of this stuff. And so they split up the internet piece and the internet piece got sold to another company called Cable and Wireless. I was working for Cable and Wireless. No, I was working for MCI. And then MCI, that whole part of the company just went over to that company. So long story short, um, it, everyone was banking on the internet just make to, to make money. So here it was, I started a business. And I thought, I got me a website. I thought the website was going to make, I never made any money off my website. I remember handing out my business card and, you know, hey, I've got my website down there, moresmallbiz.com. Go to moresmallbiz.com. We're accountants. We're accountants. And it had it had all the great information on it. Never made any money off that website. <laughs> it was up there for many years. And, you know, and I didn't understand. Well, it seems like if I'm just on a, if I'm on the Internet, I should be making money. Didn't happen. See. What they told me was that if you build it, they will come. But if you build it, they will not come. So what it, what what do I wish I would learn? I remember when I got started, I was going to get my brother to work with me, and he's like he's a salesperson. I says, well, I don't I don't know anything about sales. Let me hire my bro, or let's team up to do it. I didn't know how to do that. We was thinking about it. It never happened. So what I'd have to do, I had to get out there and do it. But I wasn't educated on what, on what I should be focused on. I, did, I wasn't educated on, 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 look, at the end of the day, you've got to make a sale all the time. If you're not making any sales, you're dying. And I'm going to tell you, I wish I would have paid attention in sales school because there was no sales school, but I wish I would have went. So, guys, if you start a business, if you're in a business, if you want to be in business, if you want to be in the ministry, one of the things you're going to have to understand is how to communicate. It's not even sales. It's how to communicate. How do you communicate? Remember this. When you communicate, then people will hear something. <clears throat> people will hear something. And when they hear something, that could potentially help them to do something. But here's one little nuance in here. If you're not on the right frequency with where they are, they won't hear it. Here's how I can explain that. Don't you think about, um, you know, a radio? <laughs> I know most of us don't even use radios anymore. But think about a radio. And a radio has stations. And you have to turn the dial or if it's digital, you got to press the up or the down. You got to turn the dial, press the up or the down to figure out, to, to try and get to the station where you want, to, where you're looking to hear the message. And so, but what if you don't get, all the way on the station, then I can't hear it. I won't be able to consume what it is that station is saying. So when I get there, I can listen and say, hmm, that's not what I'm looking for. Turn it again. Hmm, they playing that kind of music. I don't want to listen to that kind of music. Then you can get to a station like, oh, shoot, look at that. That's exactly what I would like to hear. Your message is, 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 is being spoken on a frequency. That when people turn the dial to your message, when people turn the dial to your station, there's a frequency that's coming across that they automatically says, 
hmm, this is what I like. This is what I'm going to listen to. So I want you to think about this. I made this mistake. And I didn't understand how to craft messages. I didn't understand how to persuade. I'm still learning that. Because persuasion, they, you know, from what I understand, persuasion is, is actually pretty, um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not as simple. It's not as simple as making sure that you have a, at least a good message. Because if you have the good message, then all you have to do is then get the traffic. Remember, we were talking about the traffic, right? All those companies, those internet companies, they came out and they were getting traffic, but they weren't making the money. They didn't have anything to sell or, or, or they didn't have the right thing to sell. So, so, so now when you get traffic, the, the key is to get the traffic that would most resonate with your message. Because if you get the traffic that doesn't resonate with your message, you'll just be like all the internet companies. Look, I've, I've done it. I've gotten the wrong traffic and people didn't. I mean, I think say like 20, maybe 26% of the people who go to my page opt in. Opt in just means that hmm, I'm kind of interested. It doesn't mean that they're going to, it doesn't mean they're going to show up. It just means I'm kind of interested in what you're talking about. You know, and then from there, I think the numbers after that, the people that make it in, make it into the group, I would say that's 30 percent. Hmm, let's see. 26, 26, 26. Yeah, 30 percent. 30 percent of the people who opt in come into the group. Now, man, I got to get that number up. But here's the thing. You at least have to have a message. See, imagine if you don't have a message. Imagine you start a business like, like I started the business years ago and you figure just because I have this business, just because I do this service, just because I have this product, it's going to sell. It's not going to sell. Look, I'm going to tell you every day I, I, I go to the gym. I just came back from the gym. I go to the gym. I'm driving down the road and you know I'm looking around. There's businesses everywhere. And I love it because I'm like, man, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's right next to each other. Wawa, Wawa, you know, the gas station, they right across the street from another gas station, right down the street from another gas station. Like, like everything is right next to each other. Like Jersey Mike's is right next to, uh, is right next to Chipotle. Um, Chipotle in, in Jersey Mike's is next to, um, it's another Japan, Japanese express. There's a, you know, Mexican place, you know, there's a steakhouse. Like there, there's a steakhouse right here. There's a steakhouse down the road. Everything is everything is cl almost cluttered. What you think about that? Everything is almost cluttered. And when you consider your business, when you consider your business, what that means is that you've got to position it. We've got to position our message, our business, right where all the other businesses like ours is. Like ours. So what's the takeaway for today? <laughs> Here's the takeaway. Don't do what I did. Don't think that just because you start a business, you're going to make money. That's the first thing. Don't do what I did. But you would you would you would you would really want to focus on building one thing, just one skill, learning how to communicate your message with the right market. Right. Because if you communicate your message with the right market, with the right people. Then then you have to win. It's like if Chick-fil-A, if, you know, I was targeting Walmart. If, tar if, if Walmart is not in the right area, if Walmart goes and goes to a high-end area, the high-end people ain't going to Walmart. The millionaires are not shopping at Walmart. <laughs> they might go into Target because Target is a little bit step up from Walmart. But 
Walmart knows we will not be putting our um, our business in a high end community. They don't do that. They put them they put them where they know regular the regular people are. So that's a cue. That's a cue for all of us. If you're going to start a business, if you're going to be in business, just make sure make sure that you have the right message that you're going to communicate. You're going to communicate that message to the right market. And, it, and, and in that market, there's there's an audience that's built in so that, look, at the end of the day, it's not about you don't have to co coerce anybody. Everybody's just going to start coming in. That's it. And then track your numbers. Right. Because at the end, of the day, if you're going to do if you're going to have good accounting, you're going to track those numbers. But the first thing you want to track, you're going to track to make sure that you've done those things first. Because if you do those things first, then you can track numbers. Then you will know, man, I'm making some money or I need to get better. So, guys, look, today, look, don't do what I did. Don't build a business and think just because you have it, they're going to show up. It's not happening. Make sure you build a message that that's in a market that people actually want your message. And there's an audience there that will potentially buy it. All right, guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Make sure you join the goodaccountingchallenge.com and goodaccountingchallenge.com. I said that twice. God bless. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.